Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Ted Linhart, Garrett Eisler here to just talk about season three, episode seven, The Odd Couples. The Odd Couples. The Odd Couples. That's what I was Plural. trying right. to say. Yes. Not, yeah. not the name of the show. Oh, yeah. You did it. I just okay. okay. Yes. Odd episode. Couples. Yes. Uh, so the writer is? The writer uh, is someone who needs no introduction on this podcast, if you have been listening. It is one Harvey Miller, a.k.a. Harvey Skolnick. Uh basically the other head writer who is not Gary Marshall or Jerry Belson during the first couple few seasons. Um, he does not appear in this episode as he has in a couple of others. The original air date was October 27, 1972. Uh, he's not the waiter when they go out when we never see the scene. You know, we'll never know, I guess. Know. So we pan up. Uh, to the boys' apartment building, but it is clear that this is not the actual 1049 Park Avenue building. It is the Central Park West building that they started to use for the some al- reason. The alternate universe. Um, yeah, so I think you know this confirms what I've been suspecting, that season three is when they must have, well, for whatever reason, they changed the exterior establishing shot of the building. I think that um, they clearly did some more on-location uh footage which shows up in other episodes this season during this probably during the summer uh in the off season and uh you know maybe there are too many complaints at 1049 from, from residents uh maybe it was easier to get access to a central park west building where you don't have anything across the street except the park uh, i'm curious if people out there know have any theories but it is not i'll tell you one explanation is not that felix and oscar suddenly moved yes for the days we've of the seen world. right our yes. very first yes. comment uh viewer mail comment was that clearly they moved between season one and two no but the uh, the exterior shots do change now in season three there's a few vestigial cab pulling up to 1049 park Avenue we've seen in a, in a few recent episodes that they didn't change but now we we see a cab pull up in front of later in front of Center Park West. So uh, I'm I, th- I want to be on the lookout for any lingering 1049 uh, shots that might still creep in here and there. And also the question is, will they ever? When will they next say their address? Uh, and will they give an address? And also a challenge uh, for us is what is this building? I feel like I recognize it. I feel like it's in the West 70s. So someone I think has identified it in one of the books. I think when we get to the car episode, right, there's the a large episode. scene out front, yeah. and maybe that will help us. Although I, is that this season? Is that season three? I, 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 okay. I, ironically, for a person who does an odd couple podcast, I cannot pin <laughs> which episode is to which season. Okay. Well, that would, uh, yeah, they, you know, maybe they had something in mind for some um you know for to do some other exterior shots and again it would be a roomier uh you know uh, environment to do some establishing shots so it's one of the mysteries that perhaps we will solve perhaps not so next we hear felix honking before we see anything in the apartment and he comes out into the hallway 
uh, comes out from the hallway into the living room in his robe. And he looks very disheveled. He has his arms in weird positions and he's coughing. And, and I, I thought at first that he was supposed to be sick, but he's not. It's just his normal, I guess it's a waking motif that he's in. It's like his- Well, it's, it's very much the- uh, the Sinus. His, his, his mood when he, um, you know, the, the one he can't sleep with the-, right. the sleepwalking episode and, and yeah and as oscar says uh oscar's sitting in the dining room table he's also in his robe and he's holding his hands uh on his ears to block out felix's noises and felix says boy this is really something isn't it oscar madison is up before felix unger and oscar says after hearing that sinus sonata it won't ever happen again so i'm guessing that felix's discomfort and disheveledness is about sinuses and not about like a, a, a flu or cold. yeah it's kind of not, nothing to do with the plot of the actual episode uh, and it's not that he's sick. It's just a sinus. No. No. Uh, so Felix says, we're testing this morning. Maybe you should have some prunes. What do you <laughs> want for breakfast? You want some eggs? You want some cereal? What do you want? Pancakes? Maybe you should have some prunes. And Oscar says, with you, all the problems in the world can be solved with prunes. And Felix says, many can. Oscar says, my world is falling around my shoulders. You offer me prunes. And he says, read this. And he hands him something. And Felix says, looks like a crumpled telegram. Oscar says, came in 6.30 this morning. It's a disaster. And Felix Still says, sending telegrams 1972. Yep. Felix says, what? What? Something I was supposed to know? Something you're afraid to tell me? What? Oscar says, it's my disaster, not yours. And then Felix starts to read it. Now, for first, Felix says, oh, thank goodness, when he hears that thank it's God. Oscar's disaster. <laughs> um, oh, this isn't bad news. It's good news. Your mother's coming in. And Oscar says, I know. I read it. And then Felix says, her around the world tour is stopping in New York for two days. Oscar says, I read it, Felix, I read it. Felix asks, what's so disastrous about it? And Oscar says, I don't know what to do. I've never told my mother I was divorced. And then Felix says, you've been divorced for three years and you never told your mommy? <laughs> and then we go to credit. So, of course, this whole three years divorce opens up yeah. a timeline stuff, which I don't know. Boy, what a, you know, thanks, Harvey Miller, for throwing uh, such a, <laughs> a curveball. I mean, all right, we're in season three. Let's let's start there. We're in season three of the show. Right. So um, when season one started, I got the feeling Oscar had been divorced already a long time. And yes. if we go back to the precedent of the play and the film, which are canon, um, then uh, Oscar was divorced long before Felix, or at least by a couple of years. So, um, which also was contradicted in the New Year's Eve episode, by the way. Um, so it's a strange number to throw out there randomly without thinking about it because they were in, they knew they were in the third season, but maybe that's what was on their mind. It's like, well, we've only known these characters for three seasons, so let's just say three years. He didn't have to say anything, all he could say, You've been divorced all this time, right? Right, right. He, why they had to pick a year, it was unnecessary yeah. to pick a year. And I guess something lingering over the whole episode is like. Oscar never talks to his mother or yeah so I I have some notes on that with the whole the whole thing seems silly for logical reasons which I'll get into first we're going to play the clip that okay, happens right after the credits the odd couple is filmed in front of a live audience Oscar, Oscar, how could you be divorced and not tell your mother? Why? 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 Because that's why. why. Oh, oh, that explains everything, doesn't it? Because. 
Now you're going to have to tell her, aren't you? You don't have any more choice. I can't tell her. You know, mother, she's a very special person. She's very sensitive, especially about divorce. When I told her you and Gloria were splitting up, she said, I'm sinking, I'm sinking. Uh, she likes me, doesn't she? She likes anybody who's married. When she gets upset, she gets depressed, she starts eating candy. In two days, she devoured 11 pounds of chocolate-covered cherries. So I told her that you and Gloria got remarried. You what? Oh, how could you do such a thing? Well, it was either do that or have a 500-pound mother with problem skin. <laughs> how could you lie to your mother? Well, how did you tell your mother you were getting divorced? How? She was informed every step of the way. She was Gloria's chief advisor and witness. As far as my mother's concerned, Blanche and I are like a rock that she can hold on to. What am I going to tell her now? That she only owns a piece of the rock? You tell her the truth. That's what you should tell her. Leave me alone. I called Blanche the minute I got the telegram. You called Blanche at 6.30 this morning? Three times. First two times she said, hang up, you pervert. <laughs> anyway, she's coming over this afternoon. Get off there. <laughs> How can you put Blanche through a stupid, silly charade like that? It's not silly. She loves my mother. It's the only thing we agree on. Come on, eat your prudence. <laughs> Wrong, Oscar. Wrong, wrong, oh, wrong. it's only for a couple of days. She plans that I'll sleep in my room. Look, he will sleep in your fingers. room. Your mother's gonna sleep in my room? Yeah. Where am I gonna sleep? Your mother's gonna see you and Blanche and me staying here. What's she going to think? What? No, I won't. No, why should I? Ah, oh, come on, this isn't fair. It's not out of choice, it's for my mother. Now, we don't have much time no, for that. No, 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 you're discriminating against me. This is not a commune. We have to extinguish all the facts that you live here, that you ever lived here. Come on, let's go. No, but I, I've got a crock of pickles maturing in the icebox. I'm sure they'll grow up very well without you. You're let's just go. going to extinguish every sign that Felix Unger was ever here. All right, you can leave fingerprints. <laughs> but after Felix disappears, where does he appear? Well, why don't you go to Gloria's? You're always complaining you don't spend enough time with her and the kids. Perfect excuse. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that. Oh, that could be very good for me. And of course, I want to do what's good for uh, you. Yeah, never mind the my buddy routine. Just call and go. Come I'm doing me. something for you. You've got to do something for me. What? Your mother's coming. Go clean your room. Okay. First, eat your food. <laughs> so we said last time that uh, when Felix was driving around in a cab all day yeah. to help, yeah. that he could have just gone to stay with Gloria, just right. like he's doing now. <laughs> so this is another opportunity he's going to live with Gloria. I don't know why he didn't do that uh, to help Oscar write his book. So also, Oscar says Blanche is coming over this afternoon, but doesn't she live in California? That's what I heard. Because in the Roger <laughs> Doctor episode. Yeah, and in the New Year's Eve episode, did they? it was clear that she's out of town. At least she's not in New York. Um, yes, I think that's right. So... So maybe she moved. I don't know. Uh, she got a hopped on a plane because he would have called her at 630 in the morning when it was 330. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think there's no thought about where she actually lives. No. Episode. Uh, there's a funny line there that I think gets missed, which is uh, when he says he has a crock of pickles in the refrigerator. <laughs> he said, Oscar says, I'm sure they'll grow up fine without you. Yeah. He says, I have a crock of pickles maturing in the refrigerator. Maturing, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the next scene is in Oscar's room and he's trying to clean it because his mother's coming and Blanche is coming. And he starts by uh, 
he's got a bureau. The bureau's empty now, which usually has a lot of junk on it. He's uh, dusting it off and he says to himself, not so bad. But then he turns around and looks at the bed, which is piled really high with clothing and mess. He pulls the comforter over everything to make it disappear, and but notices it's just now a big lump covered with a comforter. So he jumps up and belly flops on top of it to flatten the lump, um, which works a little bit, but he, not enough. So he rips off the comforter. He brings some clothing over to another bureau in the other side of the room. There's a drawer open and he puts the clothing in the drawer, but that drawer has no bottom. So it falls right to the floor. And he keeps putting stuff in it without no, without even looking at it. So it's a funny joke. Felix comes in and says, you haven't cleaned this room yet? And Oscar says, what? I'm almost done. Are you kidding? I could use mm -hmm. some help, Felix. Uh, and Felix says, try renting a bulldozer. I called Gloria. She was not entirely unreasonable. She said, I can stay two days. Oscar says, that's perfect. Two days. That's all I need. Felix notices that the drawer has no bottom and he asks Oscar about it. And Oscar says it leaks. And then Felix says, I'd like to stay with Gloria forever. And Oscar says, two days isn't bad. You spent a lot of time. It might rekindle that old flame. And Felix says, I have to stay in my son's room, son's room, top bunk. The only flame will be from his Bunsen burner. And that leads us to this next clip. You know my hanging fern in the bathroom? Yeah, we've met, we've met. It has to be watered thrice a day without fail. Now, I've already watered it once, so that leaves... Twice. Once twice. from thrice is twice. Right. Now, make sure the water is room temperature. Nice water. Nice twice, thrice. Right. Is that all? No, it, it would help if you tried to relate to it. How do I relate to a fern? Not green? Look, why don't you take it with you? Then you'll have all your little friends around you. Doesn't like to be moved. All right, I'll do it for you if you'll do something for me. Well, Tell me how to clean this room. Well, you begin by making two piles. One, you have to separate and organize your dirt. One pile is your edible garbage, the other pile is your inedible garbage. In the biodegradable pile, you put your food, you put the tacos and the pizzas. And what about the this? Is this edible? For a coyote, it's edible. Can I help you? I'm not the one who needs help, pal. Hi, Oscar. You shouldn't be carrying heavy stuff like that. Look at this. Blanche. Oh, Blanche. You look marvelous, Blanche. How Terrific. Long. You lie great. No, no. You <laughs> look lovely. So do you. How do I look? Have you tried prunes? <laughs> I'll take care of them. Hey, why'd you bring so much stuff, Blanche? Why? Because your mother remembers every piece of crystal she ever gave us. If this room doesn't look exactly the way it did when she left, if there's a cushion out of place, you'll ask questions. Hey, you're right. We better unpack. Let's yeah. see. Hey, remember, I think it was a monument. Hey, you got that? That's a whole thing. It's over there. Oscar. What? Could you give me a hand? My Teamster card expired. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Hey, look. Look at this. What? Your wedding picture. Oh, am I cute? Beautiful. Oh, Wait a minute. Holy mackerel. I forgot to return that tuxedo. So I've always wondered if that was really some real wedding picture because they were real, really married in real life. I mean, Oscar has a, or Klugman has a very weird expression on his face. And he's a little balder. Well, like it's we not know 
but good we know, toupee. Right, as which Oscar's toupee. could easily be, uh, but you're right, it's weird here. Uh, but I'm wondering- And of course, the, the other weird thing about that yeah. photo yeah. is that it does not match the later depiction of their wedding, oh, does at, it? The, at the army. Right. Yes, so if, if it's a real picture of them, the fact that he's got that weird expression is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, one of my favorite lines in the whole episode, and one of my favorite lines from the show is once from thrice is twice. <laughs> I've always remembered that. And yes, I that yes. this episode. Hey, did you notice that the weird cut after um, uh, how do I relate to a fern act green? And then there was a very clear edit. And I, I remember there being some other joke about the, the fern, about the plan plant and then it just goes on and i don't see how that could be a musical cue but maybe i don't know we have a great listener named lily who sent us an entire overview of every single music cut out of the dvds that's right or streaming and yeoman's work yes uh which he had done for some prior odd couple project of his uh and when felix asked oscar to take care of his fern he just suggests singing to it and he starts, he mentions Peg of My Heart and Felix begins singing Peg of My Heart. That makes so sense, that was right. what was edited out of here. So we thank you, Lee, for sharing that. We would not, we would have, as earlier, even though I wrote it down, we, I forgot that that's what we were about to call out. So we would have completely not missed, uh, not stated that. Um, that. When Felix says a coyote, uh, he's referring to a sandwich, a half a sub sandwich that Oscar is holding up. Um, but so where's Blanche coming from with all this stuff? So she, if she's coming from California, she just brought boxes of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's insane. Them. Clearly not. No. Yeah. Um, also, one thing I wanted to say earlier that we skipped was um, when Oscar says a piece of the rock, I do believe the prudential tagline for uh, piece of the rock was starting uh, up around right. this time. And it was uh, kind of, because we also hear uh, insured by Allstate later in the furniture episode. Yes, that's so later. I right. think this is the era mm-hmm. of kind of the, the some of these taglines. Yeah. Um, the cab driver is not credited. Uh, Bustle, is it believable that Blanche would do this? That she'd come all this way? Wouldn't she just tell Oscar to tell her she's divorced? And here it goes back to your question. Yeah. So it, Blanche, Oscar's mother has never spoken to Blanche in three years, three years, if it's really what to believe. Or if she has, Blanche is lying also to Oscar's mother. Mm-hmm. Like, what, how does all that work? And yeah, I mean, it implies that I guess it's possible that. Oscar still calls his mother and keeps up some kind of char- George Costanza esque charade, right? This is a very Costanza situation, in a way you know, to have to keep up this lie for, uh, you know, for three, three or more years. Maybe that's why they changed the three because, like, the reality were five or ten. That would be really stretching credulity, right? Well, they'd have to say any years, but yeah. it's it's silly that Blanche is doing this. Uh, all right, so aside from the fact that this is a ridiculous setup, we're in a new scene at night. Oscar asks Blanche, how does he look? And um, and he says, did I forget anything? Because this, so Oscar's getting ready to, to, uh, to greet his mom and he's dressed up and Blanche says, fine, you look fine, but your wedding ring, don't forget your wedding ring. So Oscar runs to go find his wedding ring and Blanche says, just relax, Oscar, she's your mother. She has to love you no matter what. So Oscar goes to a small container on his desk and says, I found it. We're talking about the running wing, but all he does is pull up a pawn shop uh, ticket and says it's in the pawn shop Mm -hmm. and he shows it to Blanche. And Blanche says, don't you have any feeling or sentiment about that kind of thing? 
And Oscar says, well, I know it's very hard to meet girls when you're wearing a wedding ring. Then the doorbell rings and Oscar yells, come in. And Blanche says, I paid for that wedding ring. And Oscar says, that's right, this is yours. Which is a weird little aside that just kind of goes yeah. nowhere. The doorbell rings, Oscar shouts, come in. And this time it's Oscar's mom. Oscar and Blanche put their arms around each other and say, hi, mom, and they go to commercial. Uh, so Oscar's mom is played by Jane Dulo, who did a lot of TV in the 50s through 90s, Phil Silvers, Leave it to Beaver, Dr. Kildare, McKill's Navy, Dick Van Dyke, Get Smart, I Dream of Jeannie, Alice, Give Me a Break, Quincy, The Facts of Life, and Golden Girls. This is the first of her two Odd Couple episodes. I don't even know how I missed the connection. She plays Murray's wife, Mimi, later. Yeah, really weird. And the Murray who came to dinner. <laughs> I don't really know how I weird. never realized that. Well, I I never thought about that. I mean, it's been years since I've seen either of these episodes, but I did see that on one of our uh, our uh, friends' uh, Facebook uh, odd couple groups, and um, that is yeah. I mean, we'll get to that when we get to that episode. But it's like they just put a different wig on her, and it's in the same season, isn't it? Uh, again, I don't um, remember seasons, but it's weird that he, they're playing a yeah. contemporary character's wife and a contemporary character's right. mother, and they're those characters are the same age, essentially, Murray and Oscar. Right. So it's weird. Well, they, I think the actress was trying to be younger in the other one. Uh, she's also the second Mimi, we should say. She, the first Mimi but, was Alice Ghost. Yeah, the whole... Well, we'll have to get to that. The role of Mimi is complicated, yeah. Okay, so after... They say, hi, mom, went to break, and now we come back with this clip. Good to be here in a happy home at last. All over the world, couples are in trouble. Trouble? Yeah, Debbie and Eddie. Debbie and Eddie? That was 14 years ago, ma. I still can't get over it. <laughs> Little Tammy, divorced. Anybody got any candy? Oh, Mom, don't spoil your appetite. We're going to take you out for a wonderful dinner. Oh, what a great idea, honey. Thank you, sweetheart. We're going to take you out for the best meal you ever had. We'll use the coupons. You still save coupons, Ma? They came with the tour. Whenever I come to New York, I go into the finest restaurants free. See? Dinner for two, $3.99. For a third person, 49 cents extra. The April in Paris restaurant. Where is that Oscar? Buffalo. <laughs> hey, Mom, isn't this fun? Let's go get some funny hats. What emergency? Fern singing? Oh, forgot my atomizer. 
stuff on me being in my son's room. I'm a sensitive guy. What happened? Your mug is Shriner? <laughs> it came with a coupon. I got one, Mom got one, Blair's got one. Yeah. Did you get me one? No. That time I went to the Smithsonian, didn't I get you a petrified spider? Here, take mine. This whole thing is so ridiculous. Why don't you tell your mother the truth? Will you forget that, Phoenix? I'm not going to tell her. <laughs> then let me tell her. Even when I was a little kid, I was always the one to bring bad tidings. I'm good at it. <laughs> Felix, she's very happy. She's not overeating. All I want is you out of here, but fast. If it were your son getting a divorce, wouldn't you want to know? No, all I want to know is a happy mother. All I don't want to know is you. Say hello to mom and I'll limp on home. You didn't notice I was limping? I noticed, I noticed. Then why didn't you say something? Because I don't care. <laughs> I fell off my bunk. <laughs> hello. Hello. Oh, I'm glad How are you? to see you, mm, you Felix. How's your nose? Well, you know. <laughs> was that you singing? Yeah, yeah. It was nice. Oh, thank you. Thank Get you. out, Felix. Yeah. Well, he has to go now. Bye. How did he get in? Well, he has a key. And uh, I have a key to his yeah, place yeah. because I've emerged. We're friends. Yeah, you know, we have uh, Did you ever see two people so close? <laughs> you like Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> I've traveled all over the world. I've met people of every nationality, color, and religious persuasion. But never have I ever seen such caring and sharing as these two friends. I've always loved the little guy. Well, the little guy's got to go now. Oh, oh, listen, tomorrow's my last night in town. Why don't you bring Gloria over here and we'll have some dinner? We'd love to, but we have another appointment. <laughs> Why don't you make him come for me, please? Felix, what could I ever say to make you come? <laughs> Ask me. <laughs> come, love to. So just going in chronological order. So Debbie and Eddie, of course, refers to Debbie Reynolds and Eddie Fisher. They were one of America's most beloved couples when they got married in 1955. But then... Um, Eddie Fisher left Debbie Reynolds for Elizabeth Taylor in 1959. And Little Tammy refers to a series of films that Debbie Reynolds did and a hit song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got the Debbie and Eddie, but I had no idea who that Little Tammy was. And how did Oscar know that that restaurant was in Buffalo? When Felix first accepts the invitation, uh, Blanche and Oscar are behind. Oscar's mom waving him off. So that's why he says, but we have another appointment. Uh, the scene where Oscar, where Felix says, ask me, and says, love to, I just love, that's such a great scene. Yeah, I mean, I, anyone who remembers this vividly remember, but it's the whole point was that Oscar and Blanchard are trying again to say no. And that's why Felix says, well, we'd love to, oh, but I guess we can't. And she, mom goes to Oscar, says, will you please? And Felix, Oscar with the most fake grin and like trying to talk through his eyes, <laughs> trying yeah. to tell Felix with his eyes to say no, while he's speaking with a big fake smile, saying, what can I ever say to make you come? And then when, and of course, Felix always is ready for a party. So he says, ask me, totally sincerely. And Oscar has to grit his teeth and say, come, love to. Uh, so listener Lee also informed us that there's another music uh, edit here. Um, yeah, they mentioned him singing, right? Yes. When Oscar Blanche and Oscar's mother come home, what they actually hear is Felix singing Peg of My Heart right. to tie back to what uh, he said earlier. 
uh, and Oscar's mother says, maybe it's the radio. And Blanche responds, if it is, it's an old one. <laughs> and then Oscar, looking stricken, says, and burglars don't sing. And then he disappears mm-hmm. down the hallway. And that's when Felix singing is interrupted by the sound of him being choked, which we kind of hear. Right. But the edit is weird now, right? Because then they just come in, no one says anything, and Oscar just runs into the bathroom. Right, yeah. (laughs) So now we have a new scene. Oscar's in his pajamas in his now clean room, and he's ranting about Felix, and he's mocking him, saying, I'd love to. Just ask me. Uh, And then he pulls a bit of a Jackie Gleason here, and he says, I'll ask him to go to the moon, and he punches the air like Gleason used to. So Blanche comes in in a yellow nightgown from the bathroom and says, I can't open my eyes. I think it's because I try to my, wipe my face on that fern. And then Oscar closes the door for some reason, which is weird because there's nobody else in the house. Oh, and, yeah. No, his mom is across the way. His oh, mom's in the Felix right. You're right. Okay. Never mind. Not that that's ever no, shown no, in any. No, right. That's a good point. Um, I, 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 for some reason, I don't know. I guess I either. Anyway, okay, good point. Thank you. And says, um, I don't believe that man. Did you see what we did? Sorry, did you see what he did? I tell you, if he blows this thing, I'm going to let him. And then he stops and he notices Blanche and he starts to smile and the audience applauds. She's wearing a somewhat revealing nightgown. Yes. Oscar says, you held up Blanche. And Blanche says, thanks. Oscar says, well, time to hit the old saccharoni. And Blanche says, you still make it sound romantic. They both go to pull down the covers, but they can't figure out who should do what. And Blanche says, you want to flip a coin to see who gets in first? Oscar says, no, go ahead, Blanche. I'm sorry. They both get in and Oscar says, oh, I forgot this is your side. And Blanche says, I'm not sentimental. Consider it a sublet. They try to go to sleep and Oscar puts his arms down like very rigidly straight, kind of to separate. It's a very small bed, actually. It's clearly, it's like a more of a, full size not even a queen (laughs) so he tries to like create a barrier between him and blanche to i guess to be respectful by putting his arms like like a real stiffly by his sides uh they say goodnight to each other and blanche says aren't you going to turn the light out oscar does that with a switch that's right next to the bed right over the bed which i guess has always been there i never noticed oh by the way just to say i went back to look to see if the murray the nose door yeah, um, was the same size before, and it was so that door from last week when Murray stuck wow, his nose okay. in the door. Okay, uh, that was still there in prior episodes. I know it's a bit. Well, of I a, guess it was destined to happen. Yeah, so much makes me wonder if that if that light, light switch was there. There, um, uh, Oscar says, "You sure this is okay?" And Blanche says, "I won't tell if you don't tell." And then Oscar says, "I'll get out." So he gets out of the bed and he goes to sleep on the floor. But Blanche says, "That's silly." And she should get, and he should get back into the bed, which he does. But then she gets out, and Oscar stops her, and they both start to laugh. And Oscar says, "That's very funny, Blanche." And Blanche says, "I always got my best laughs in this room." <laughs> Oscar gives her a look of disbelief as the audience applauds, and Oscar says, "You know, I miss you sometimes, Blanche." And Blanche says, "I miss you too, Oscar. It's probably the same times." Oscar says, "Probably." Well, good night, Blanche. Blanche says, "Good night, Oscar. Don't try anything, Oscar." Such a weird scene. Uh, not weird in a bad way, but just like stands out in the, in the series. It's like, um, I mean, the whole joke is to explore the sexual tension of like, what is it like for a divorced couple who've been divorced for at least three years um, to, you know, should now have to sleep together again. But it's just so enjoyable. And of course, it's Klugman and his real life, then still officially, legally, uh, real life wife, Brett Summers. And so there's a lot of chemistry here and a lot of, I, mean, it, it, I, I just couldn't help thinking like when I first saw 
of these episodes like when I was eight years old. This is the kind of thing that would have totally went over my head. So this is very adult. This is very adult romantic comedy here. And, uh, and that's good. So we have a new scene. Oscar's mom is setting the table and the doorbell rings and Oscar asks his mother if she can get it. She says, I climbed an Alp, I can get a door. And at the door are Felix and Gloria. And we can tell that Felix is in a bad mood. He has a scowl on his face. And Mrs. Madison is very happy to see them. And, and Gloria warmly embraces her. And Oscar's mom says, still a beauty to Gloria. And Blanche comes out and they comes into the room and they hug a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry, Blanche comes out of the bedroom and then Gloria and Blanche hug like they haven't seen each other in a while, which looks <laughs> odd to, uh, to Oscar's mother. And Felix says, I smell meatloaf in my kitchen, in that kitchen. And he runs to the kitchen and Oscar's mom follows. And he opens the oven and he says, smells pretty good. And Oscar's mom says, pretty good. And Felix says, yeah, almost there. Have you put in the oregano yet? And Oscar's mom says, I never use oregano. And I've always noticed what's so weird to me is when she says, I never use oregano, she like pulls on her dress as if, mm. uh, if someone's looking at her mm. in a sexual well, she's kind way. Of, oh, I don't, okay. It's weird. <laughs> it's, like, it's like she pulls on her dress as if like someone's like looking at her in a oh. sexual way to like cover herself up. I, well, found I think weird. what you're picking up on there is uh, it's, an interest, it, it's a very uh, revealing gesture for the actress playing mother that it's like because it's it's she's a little embarrassed she feels exposed in a way because felix has just exposed her ignorance about cooking okay so that makes sense i guess it's a it's a very human moment i found it intriguing i didn't know i know i didn't notice the details that you're describing but i noticed her kind of feeling intimidated by felix here i always thought it was like an unnecessarily I don't think Felix is, is uh, leering at No, no, I know that. That's why I thought it was like, why, is she, why doesn't she just say, I don't use oregano? Why is she like pulling out her dress while she says it? But because I, he's very, yeah, he does it very, in his usual arrogant, yes. domineering Felix way. Yeah. Felix says, you don't use oregano. How about basil and rosemary? Or he says basil and rosemary. And then Oscar says, they're fighting, which I love. <laughs> How about let my mother do the cooking and we'll go in the other room? We'll talk like Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, Which picks up on what the mother said. Right. Uh, Felix turns to Oscar mother and says, five minutes before it's done, you'll add a pinch of each. You'll see. Oscar drags Felix into his room, Oscar's room, which is now clean. And Felix says, Felix is astonished and says, this room, there's carpeting on the floor. Well, let me get my camera. Oscar messes up the comforter and says, welcome back, which upsets Felix. Oscar says, I forbid you to go near that kitchen. Felix says, I was just trying to be helpful. Oscar, your mother is a dear sweet woman, but she's forgotten everything she knew about cooking. She was using a cookie sheet for meatloaf, which he says as if that's the ridiculous thing. I have no idea why that's bad. I don't know if you do. You use what you got, you know? Right. I, he says it like it's completely well, he's a, he's impossible a to cook meatloaf on a cooking sheet. Oscar says, we'll be using your teeth for lima beans if you don't stop walking around this house like you live here, which you don't, which you never will if you louse this thing up tonight. Do you want my mother to eat chocolates again? Felix says, no, no, no. But this thing isn't going to work. And that leads to our final clip. This thing isn't going to work. Why not? Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but Gloria and I aren't talking. What happened now? I think she's seeing another man. I think it's your imagination. No, 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 no. I've got proof. This morning I measured the seatbelts in her car. <laughs> 
passenger side was abnormally loose. Maybe she went shopping with Kate Smith. Now you get out there, you start speaking to her again because I'm going to keep my eye on you. And if you blow this thing tonight, I'm going to kill your firm. <laughs> Where she learned how to speak French on a trip, huh? Yes. Oh, German chocolate cake sprinkled with rum. Mmm, excellent, excellent. Oh, coming from you, that's a compliment. Bring me a beer, will you, Blanche? I only okay. had German chocolate cake with rum once before, and I loved it. You never had German chocolate cake with rum? Yes, I did, once before. Not with me, you did. Maybe with someone else. Someone with a hearty appetite. Felix, it was with you. I had it at Moreno's once. No, that was seven-layer cake. This you never had before. All right, tonight you'll have it together, okay? Use your glass. Hi, Oscar. Holy cow! Mrs. Madison! Gloria! Blanche! Wow! What is this, a reunion? I feel like I just walked into the past. Wow! This should be a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Wow! Oscar! Who is that gendarme? Oh, it's not a gendarme. My former friend, Murray the cop. Oh, Murray. I'm sorry. I'm so bad on faces. Hey, this is really something. Gloria and Felix and you and Blanche. Wow! He just came over to borrow some money, see? He's on his way out. Here, here, here. What's with the five dollars? That's a bribe to keep your mouth shut. I usually get ten. <laughs> going on here. My stomach never lies. You're trying to hide something from me, Oscar. Something's going on here that you don't want me to know about. And I know what it is. It's you two. You're separated, aren't you? Yeah, Ma, but they're working on it. That's not the truth. <laughs> We're not working at it. Though I wish we were, because I still love this woman. Although she may love others. Others? What others? What about that fatso you've been driving around? What fatso? They're working at it, Ma. I know, I know. Divorce is going on all around the world. I wonder if I'll ever get used to it. You wonder? I never heard you say you wonder about divorce. I've gone through some heavy changes, son. I think you should tell her, Oscar. Yes, Oscar, tell her. All right, Ma, sit down. Now, look, not only Gloria and Felix are having a little trouble, you see. Well, I don't know how to tell you, you see. Along with Felix and along with Gloria, I... Oscar. I... <laughs> Mrs. Madison, I have a friend, very dear friend, very fine man. In the course of life, he met a young lady and he married her. She's a very fine person, very decent person. She's no raving beauty. <laughs> but she tried to be a good wife. Certainly, she was never unfaithful to him. <laughs> but as will happen in the course of human events, this sports writer, this girl, Somehow, fate just seemed to smash all the dreams, all the beauty, all... Oh. Oh, go ahead, Oscar. Tell her. Ma, 
Blanche and I are divorced. No, no. You can't have any chocolate until I tell you the whole thing. See, we've had problems, Blanche and I, but we tried to work them out. We really did. No, it's not that we don't care for each other. We do. We're concerned with each other's health and welfare. And, well, maybe that's not love, but we do like each other a lot. I think we have more respect for each other now than we did when we were married. some chocolate. Try and be my guest. I tell you what I'll do, Oscar. I'll give up the candy if you won't try to make me stop hoping that the four of you will try to get together again. Oh, Ma, I mean, we can't promise. It's all right. We'll try. Good, I'll make some fresh coffee. We should try Why aren't we together? There is no reason. Tell me a reason. I know of none, except for your tubby friend. With whom you <laughs> That's such a great five minutes. My favorite part of that is when Marie comes, the whole Marie scene's the best part of the whole episode. Yeah. And when the way yeah. Oscar puts his hands in the pockets and kind of, kind of moseys over to uh, to block him <laughs> from getting any closer it's just it's really funny yeah um it's just more evidence that murray it's now like in the contract that murray's in every episode but he plays such a great role a couple of minutes. oh great that he's in it yes he does he blows the whole secret and yeah. the exp- almanaro's take sometimes it's like ever since i read that almanaro is basically kind of like an amateur to acting or kind of like a you know a newbie to acting late in life not late in middle age uh i underestimated just his skill his take on that last bit of like it's a bribe like yeah, what's yeah. the five dollars for it's yeah, a bribe yeah. so i usually get ten yeah but uh, though my favorite part of that scene is, is definitely is felix of course has to butt in and try his attempt yes, yes. explaining which he completely yeah, falls right, to pieces right. during um it, the, it's a funny line it just seems weird to me that felix says she's not a raving beauty yeah it's i mean just, he's always so complimentary to blanche right uh, so I guess it's another one. They had to find some joke to show the, how badly this was going. <laughs> right, that could be, yeah. That it was, despite his intentions. So. And uh, I like, even though this is way earlier in the clip when, when Oscar says maybe she, she's driving around Kate Smith. Their go-to fat person yeah, joke, every, right? Still, go-to fat we're joke. talking about, yeah, we're talking about, I know, it, <laughs> even for 1972, there's got to be more fat people. Than I guess so. I mean, from Orson 30 Welles, years long earlier. fat at the time, and Raymond Burr, like. Well, maybe, like, the, in a way, Kate Smith, I guess because, well, that would be insult. That would, they don't want to pick a fight with, like, contemporary Yeah, TV I mean, William Conrad was canon, essentially, yes. almost at this time. But I guess Kate, I guess because Kate Smith's a yes. figure from the past, it makes yes, it kind of. Yes, right. Um, so now we're at the tag. Oscar is lying. Oh, on still the, in bad taste. Let me be clear. Still, still in bad taste. Oscar's lying on the couch reading a magazine called Sun, by the way, which looks very real. But I, What the I hell's that? It looks like a travel magazine. I cannot find a trace that it actually existed. There is a magazine called The Sun, but it's not this magazine. So again, it, sure, like many newspapers, yeah. It does seem like this is another in the long Prop. line of props that look pretty convincing. And didn't you say? I think the last time we saw one, uh, Felix was reading a travel Hol- magazine. Yeah, yeah, it was like holiday, the, and they never travel. So uh, Blanche is leaving. 
uh, with apparently the same cab driver who picked her up, by the way. It's the same. I'm wondering whether the, I got to look again to see if the cab driver is Harvey Miller. Oh. He always does a walk on and he's always different. Go look. I do not think it is. I think this guy is much older than the the French waiter. Uh, Gloria is also leaving at the same time. And Felix says, Gloria, I hope you will drop me a line from time to time if the spirit moves you. I think it's important to keep the line of communication open. And Gloria says, Felix, I'm going to see you tomorrow when you pick up the kids. Felix says, goodbye, Gloria. Gloria says, and Felix, there is no fatso. And they kiss goodbye. He also kisses Blanche goodbye. And Blanche says, and Oscar, thanks for not getting up. I wouldn't want you to spoil your image. Oscar laughs and says, that's a good one, Blanche. And they both leave. So Oscar then gets up from the couch and goes to the door. And when he opens it, Blanche is now still there. And they kiss romantically. Somehow, I guess, Oscar knew that that's a thing they always add. And Blanche says, nice. Could use a little work, but nice. Blanche leaves again, and Oscar closes the door and says to Felix, she said my kisses needed work. And Felix says, you're out of practice. That's the end of the episode. Very, you know, always with uh, Blanche, you know, they they clay up the chemistry and the, the knowledge I mean, the audience, of course, knows because she was she her 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 screen her stage name, whatever, is Brett Summers Klugman. She was still is she still billed as Brett Summers Klugman on the episode? I did not look at the end credits to see. So, I mean, I just wonder how much of that is feeding. You know, they play up that chemistry a lot. Interesting. Uh, So I, I enjoy this episode a lot, although I do find Oscar's mother a little annoying. The way like the thing with the dress. I find the way she plays this at character a little bit annoying, but there's enough funny stuff, especially with Murray and the ferns that I give it a four out of five Murrays. Cause it's just, there's, it's just fun. And it's, and this is one of the rare episodes, a few of them where all four of these characters are together. Well, yeah, right. I think what it is interesting that they, they, it was inevitable. They had to get the two ex-wives together in the same episodes. This is the yeah. first time that happens. Not the only time, right. but the first time. Um, and a reminder of how important it was starting in season two to bring them on at all after they were not in part of season one. Uh, you know, this is a good episode. I think it's well done, but I, I, uh, uh, it's fine. Uh, I kind of give it a three right in the middle that it is, it's just not, we've pointed out the things that are really funny in it, the moments. There's a couple of very funny moments, uh, but this is one of the more dramatic ones. This is definitely more of a, a, a kind of dramedy, romantic comedy dramedy. Um, I, I think I always remember growing up that these were like the really adult ones, you know, about the relationships and the divorces. And I said, oh, come on, just let's make more Oscar Felix jokes. So part of me still feels that about this. Um, but uh, so yeah, I, I can't say it's a, it's a favorite of mine. Um, but you certainly learn a lot about the relationships, even though much is contradicted in other episodes, but um, certainly you get to see uh, a lot of uh, the Blanche, Oscar, Felix, Gloria stuff. The, 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 uh, the, the seatbelt jokes. I love the, the running gag about the, her, <laughs> her tubby friend. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> the way Felix keeps coming back to that. Felix jealous. Felix is always funny. So there, there are lots of nice moments but it's to me it's nothing special okay all right three three for you is that we said yes all right 
Yeah, put it down in the record yes, that I'll, we, I'll, we do not keep. I'll get my fountain pen uh, ready and mark it down. All right. Well, that's our latest for this week. And, uh, you know, you held up, Garrett. Eat your prunes, Ted. Goodbye, everybody.